Hey cuties, Dunktown is having our first ever contest. To enter the contest, just leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot of the posted review, and email that to us at contest at dunk.town. Two randomly selected winners will get an exclusive limited-run Dunktown t-shirt designed by our favorite, Andrea Tamingas. Check out the design on our Instagram or on our website, dunk.town. Reviews really help us increase our visibility and get some new listeners, so we really appreciate your help. Once again, send your posted reviews to contest at dunk.town. The contest is going to be open until March 1st, so get your submissions in before then. Good luck. Love you. Love you. Welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. Welcome to our show. Woo! Yay! Thanks for listening. You um, are all bundled up. We've had some rainstorms here. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, yesterday, we actually tried to record. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we, yeah, we, um, we all came over to producer Gabe's house. We sat down. We were eating some classic breakfast oatmeal um that producer gay makes in his instant pot he had a whole bar of berries and strawberries and brown sugar <sighs> everything you could possibly want and we settled in and then right as we're about to turn the tv on the whole power goes out in the whole building yeah so we were powerless to <laughs> record this podcast yeah and watch the game so uh, instead, we just decided to use someone's phone hotspot to watch Mass Singer. <laughs> yes, um, which we've been watching the show. It's great. You it's, guys, you guys got to watch it's it. It's so fun and frustrating. It is really good. The costumes are amazing. Um, the judges uh, are horrible. <laughs> But in a funny way. They're not even judges. Can you call them that? They're just like... They're not doing anything. They're like a peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Like, especially Jenny McCarthy, who is got to be one of the dumbest people in the world. Yeah. And uh, her guesses are idiotic to even though polite she, she has been right a couple times, which is that's crazy. True. But yeah, her guesses have been like... Oh, this is a song from The Greatest Showman. This must be Hugh Jackman <laughs> singing right now. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, all over the place. But you're right. She has been right. So, I mean, I can't. Uh, I don't know. Even well, though maybe she's the smart one and we're the dumb one. I do think the rabbit is her husband, Donnie Wahlberg. And oh, I think that would be the best outcome possible. That would be hilarious. I hope that's true. I hope it's true. Because it totally makes sense that she'd be like, bye honey see you i'm going to work and he's like i'm going to work too yeah driving behind her in his rabbit costume <laughs> he's sitting in the car behind the seat behind her as she's driving he's not even in another car 
Yeah. Um, um, if you haven't seen the show, it's a singing show where the contestants all have to wear full body costumes and then everyone tries to guess who they are. They're famous people, kind of. I mean, yeah, I guess they're pretty. Yeah. Yeah. They're famous to someone. Yeah. And uh, Joel McHale was on two episodes. Those they, were the best episodes. They need him back. Yeah. He's so good. He was such a necessary presence there. Yeah. Because he was saying what we all were thinking. Right. Like, what are the rules here? He was like, can we just ask? Because there's a part, there's a question and answer part where after they perform, the judges can ask them something and they don't have to answer it truthfully. So I'm like, what's even the point of this? Yeah. And then Joel's just like, well, can we just say, ask them who they are? <laughs> like, how do we play this game? What are the rules? It's not clear. There are really no rules. It's chaos. Yeah. They just keep saying stuff like, oh, I really like got him off my trail. It's like, what? we, you are dressed up like a unicorn. We don't know who you are. There's no way for us to figure this out if you don't give us some uh, kind of clue. It's such a joy to watch. It is fun. <laughs> watch it with your friends. I've also been watching um, Netflix's Bodyguard. Have you seen that? No. It is so intense the intrigue mm. and the sexual tension Ooh, okay i'm on board and and i normally i kind of straight stayed away from it for a while because i don't like shows that feature terrorism heavily is that what that show's about well that's what i thought it was about mm. i was like oh this is just like another 24 or something I'm like that's i don't want to support that yeah but then I watched it and... You know terrorists don't get money from 24, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. I thought all the proceeds from 24 went to ISIS. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, just kidding. <laughs> double check that number. I guess I, I just feel like Homeland and 24 are kind of racist mm. and portray like a sort of like Islam equals terrorism yeah, sort of thing. That makes sense. And I have only watched a couple episodes of each show. So I don't want to like, I don't want to upset their fans if that's not the case, but I just think that there was a time in America's history where it's like, everything was like, look at these horrible people, mm -hmm. you know? Anyways. So I was like, Oh, I don't want to watch bodyguard, but then a friend recommended it. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll watch it. And, um, and I think Richard Madden's super cute. So I was like, fine. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes. He played Rob Stark on Ooh. Game of Thrones. Ooh la la. <laughs> and so I watched it and it's more about government conspiracy mm. and sexiness. Oh, and toxic masculinity. Okay. Like a lot of it is like, just go get therapy. Like <laughs> therapy wins in the end. Mm. Which you know, that's my agenda too. Yeah, you do stand outside <laughs> buildings with the giant poster boards that say "Get Therapy." Get Therapy. <laughs> that's how we met, actually. <laughs> I just have like one of those sandwich boards over my body. It just says "Get Therapy." <laughs> but yeah, anyways, fun show. I really enjoyed it. All right, I gotta check it out. It didn't sound like it was for me. It still might not be, but there's some really <laughs> sexy sex in it. <laughs> okay, well, you know how to get me to watch a show. <laughs> you know that i'm always complaining that every show i'm watching isn't horny enough yeah <laughs> exactly you're like can't this mass singer be hornier <laughs> yeah. yeah can this alien be hornier <laughs> there are some horny moments with the alien that's true okay anyways i guess we should get into basketball okay <laughs> you sound excited also i'm gonna apologize in advance i have a crazy laugh right now because 
I have a sore throat uh, and a cough. And so I'm going to sound like a old 19... No, not 19, 1890s prospector when I laugh. So apologies in advance. Um, all right, let's get into previously on basketball. Previously on Buffy the Vampire. Basketball. Oh, yeah. Anthony Davis tells media he requested a trade. He's fined 50K and hubbub ensues. Kristaps Porzingis traded to the Mavs. LeBron and Kyrie are BFFs now. All-star reserves are announced, and jazz center Rudy Gobert shows a beautiful display of masculine emotion. Chicago waves Carmelo Anthony. Spurs AT&T center is plagued with bat attacks. Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki are added as third-round picks for the all-star game. Blake Griffin interview is interrupted by Reggie Jackson. Okay, so we have a clip for the Rudy Gobert interview. Do we want to? Yeah, let's watch it. Do you do you still hope you get an injury replacement nod or something like that? I mean, that'd be good, but it's still not the same as me anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's going to put the chip on his shoulders. Going to go to prove him wrong. You seem equally motivated by success and accomplishment as well. Yeah. Oh, he gets emotional, covers his face. Oh, can they stop bouncing those balls for a minute so we can uh, enjoy this clip, please? <laughs> but you have to have those mandatory ball bounces in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that was he's he's upset about it. I mean, he's allowed to be upset about it. It's very understandable. I mean, I think, you know, you work hard and you hope that people notice what you're doing. And I think he really, you know, he talks about talking to his mom on the phone Mm -hmm. um, about it. And I'm sure he feel he's, you know, disappointed. And I feel like he's not he's on the Utah Jazz, which is not like a high visibility team. And he probably, you know, feels overlooked or whatever. And that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with him being upset about it. Yeah. There's a hate, lot of people. I hated all that stuff I saw on Twitter of people making fun of him. Draymond Green posted a mocking message about how, oh, should I be crying or whatever? Yes, you should be crying. <laughs> Express emotion. Yeah. It's like, that's shitty. There's nothing wrong with crying. Crying isn't only for women. Everyone's allowed to cry. Yeah. So, uh, Thank you, Rudy Gobert, for being European. <laughs> yeah, being a sensitive French man, crying is totally good for you. It's okay to let your emotions out. Yeah. And I honestly love him so much more for that video. Yeah, it was uh, sweet. Good accent, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, shame on everyone who was being rude to him because that's fucked up. Yeah, maybe we need to give a bad boy to Draymond for that. Yeah. Bad boy of the week, Draymond Green. Do better tomorrow. Do better tomorrow, buddy. Yeah. Masculine emotion is okay. All right. So uh, we have another clip. We do have another clip. Yeah. Of, uh, this one's a little bit older, but we wanted to play it because it was really entertaining us. Um, it's this- more of a visual uh, 
clip, but we'll explain or describe it. So to set it up, um, this is after the Pistons win a game and Blake Griffin is being interviewed post-game. Take a big exhale after this one. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it's just nothing to be proud of, man. This is just masking our issue, you know what I mean? Like, we got we to gotta lock in and finish games. Like, our lack of focus at the end of games has, has been awful. That's why we lose games like this. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I'm happy with the win, but I'm not necessarily happy with how we close this game out. Okay, Reggie Jackson walks in front of the camera and starts posing. He's l- mugging. I'll get you in a minute. <laughs> He didn't notice that he was being interviewed somehow. <laughs> he totally did. He walks in between the interviewer and Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, clearly not amused. Yeah, he looks pissed. <laughs> he's already pissed. You can tell by what he's saying that he's mad that his team didn't perform up he to his He should standards. have said, this is why we lose games. Yeah, that would have been funny. Uh, Reggie Jackson just looks like a total goofball, like <laughs> like making dumb poses. Oh, it's such a cringy but funny clip it is and it, it makes me feel bad for blake but then it's also like be nice to your teammates ha- have a little levity yeah <laughs> and if you win a game celebrate it there's nothing wrong with that even if things don't go perfectly you know you, yeah you should be proud of your team and yourself and i think he he just feels like he's very frustrated with the pistons and he's obviously still mad about like what happened with the clippers we talked about that last time so it's like i wonder what's gonna happen i think he might request a trade or I don't know. He's, I mean, he's still playing amazingly. Also, isn't he in the all-star game? I think he's in the reserves. reserves. Yeah, he's a reserve. Yeah, so hopefully that'll give him a little bit of the juice that he's looking for. Um, And, you know, maybe there might be some movement next season with the, the Pistons and he can, you know, be on the winning side again. But yeah, he should, he should celebrate a win. Yeah. There's one more thing I want to talk about, and that's the uh, the Anthony Davis. I know everyone's talking about Anthony Davis and this kerfuffle, I'm going to call it, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Anthony Davis kerfuffle. Um, you can get more in-depth about this on other podcasts. Um, I'm sure they're speculating he's going to go here, he's going to go there. I think we all know where he'll probably go but we'll see what happens anyways the lakers um submitted their first offer to the pelicans for anthony davis and it was so they're trying to get this in before the trade deadline yeah like they want him now yes interesting and they offered up lonzo ball kyle kuzma rajon rondo michael beasley and a first round uh draft pick so that's all of their young well, not all, no. but a lot of uh, two of their young core guys mm-hmm. and Rajon Rondo. Um, Damn. And they offer, they previously, you know, had some other people on the table, um, but we'll see what happens. It's uh, clear that they want Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah. It would be cool to see him play with LeBron, but also all of this stuff is just bananas. Yeah. It's crazy that. I, I was surprised that he got a $50,000 fine for asking for a trade. Like, so, what did he do wrong? I guess I have been asking about this a lot. And I guess what he did wrong was that he told the media that he requested a trade. Mm. They considered that to be interference. Okay. Um, and so that's why he got the fine. 
it probably is in his favor to tell the media. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody knows that he wants out and they can make their offers. Well, and also it puts a little pressure on the Pelicans to not they keep see- him. But they seem pissed about it. They're pissed. They yeah. Well, also, he, he hasn't been playing. Yeah. I don't know if he's played recently, but immediately after he requested the trade they benched him mm. but then their coach they was grounded like, him they grounded him <laughs> flightless <laughs> they put him in the corner <laughs> no tv no video games okay so this week we watched um the oklahoma city thunder at miami heat on february 1st let's meet the boys Oh, great group of guys. All right. So for the Oklahoma City Thunder, we've got Russell Westbrook, Terrence Ferguson, Stephen Adams, Jeremy Grant, Paul George as the starting lineup. Yeah, that was the starting lineup. Uh, We've got Coach Billy Donovan. Mm -hmm. And then we also had um, Dennis. How do you say his last name? Schroeder. Schroeder. There we go. He's not a starter, but he was a big boy in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were really excited to finally watch an Oklahoma game because we've been really wanting to. We've seen a lot of great highlights. Um, you guys have been emailing us and messaging us saying that we should watch an Oklahoma game, and you were right. It was very exciting. Um, and we got some in- we got some background info from a listener named Anthony, so I'm going to share some of that with you guys. Um, Russell Westbrook um, is a big part of the fashion of the NBA, which we've been seeing his outfits the whole season. He's an amazing dresser. He's, he has a very unique style um, and he has great a great shoe collection. We love it. Um, Anthony says that he is the best at triple doubles and an atomic bomb in a 6'4 body. <laughs> <laughs> um and Anthony also describes him as ma- former MVP, many records broken, loyal. Um, and we definitely saw him being a good teammate in this game. Um, and then we've got Paul George, who is going to be in the starters of the All-Star game. Um, Anthony says he's been playing at a cur- currently been playing at an MVP level, which um, is awesome and great. And apparently he... His leg exploded a few years ago at the Olympics, and he made a recovery to where he is now, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, most people don't come back from an exploded leg. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's the medical term. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, we've got Steven Adams, who might be our most frequently mentioned player that people talk to us about. Um, He's a giant. He looks like uh, um, Aquaman. Aquaman, whatever his name is um and Cal Drogo yeah and he's from uh New Zealand he's got a little kiwi accent he's a real cutie pie and he's a funny Um, boy also apparently he's one of 18 children that's wild (laughs) Gabe's jaw is a gape (laughs) mem mare mem pair same dad same mom (laughs) I I don't know I can't ask I gotta I don't know this information don't I'm not gonna I don't have his number I wish Hey, Stevie. (laughs) Um, Cool. So uh, they played in Miami against the Heat. Feel, 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 feel my heat. Yeah. Uh, The Heat starting lineup is Justice Winslow, best name 
in the league, <laughs> one of the top. Yeah. Uh, Josh Richardson, Hassan Whiteside, James Johnson, Tyler Johnson, and their coach is Eric Spolstra. Spelstra. Um, we also have coming off the bench, uh, great boy Dwayne Wade and Kelly Olnick, who both played a huge part in this game. Dwayne Wade, obviously, I think a lot of people already know this, but he uh, is in his final season in the NBA. He's retiring this year. Mm-hmm. He's on his retirement tour. Uh, and there was a, you know, sort of viral video not that long ago of him playing his last game against LeBron, mm-hmm. which was um, sweet, very emotional and sweet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the Heat um, have been in a few championship or finals um and won a few championships one in 2006 one in 2012 and one in 2013 yeah and those, um those last two were with lebron yeah and the when it was banana boat yeah banana boat uh Dwayne wade lebron and chris bosh yes um which, which is when i hated all three of them <laughs> because the mavs had a chance and yeah I mean, the Mavs beat them one time, which was, you know, a lot (laughs) for the Mavs, (laughs) which was fun. Um, Yeah. Where did they get this banana boat name? I wonder. I think because it's Miami. They're out on the beach. They're eating bananas for potassium. They're uh, getting tan. They're on yachts. Sitting on the, sitting on the sand, drinking pina coladas. Sun in their buns. I actually, uh, a lot of my family's from Miami or not from Miami, but like both of my parents grew up in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where they met at Miami high school. And a lot of my fa- my extended family still lives there. And one time uh, we went to, me and my sister went to go visit our family. And my uncle took us to one of the like famous beaches. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> being like little punk teens, we didn't want to wear bathing suits. Yeah. Um, and so he was wearing like little Euro shorts, like boy short kind of shorts. Yeah. And me and my sister were both wearing jeans and hoodies with the hoods up because we didn't want to get. So you're exactly the same as you've been since a teenager. I have not changed one bit, but it was just funny. My uncle was like swimming on the beach and he came, he walked back to me and my sister and he goes, you two are wearing more clothes than everyone else on the beach combined. Cause everyone there goes topless and has like little thongs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's probably true that if you combined all of their clothes, uh, we still had more, but it was, you know, it's just, I'm not really a beach person. Mm. I love a beach. Love it. (laughs) Say more. (laughs) I mean, what do you, you like the sand? You like the sun? No, I don't like the sand. I don't like getting sand in my shoes and stuff, but yeah. I just like, I, I think it's relaxing to be at the beach. I don't like swimming in the ocean. Um, I'm scared of the ocean. I think there are giant squids right underneath the <laughs> visible part of the water and they're going to suck me in and eat me. Um, and you know what? I respect the ocean because it is the home of, you know, so many creatures that yeah. we don't even freaking know about. We've never yeah. seen. And I respect it enough to not go in there. Yeah, I feel the same way. I would never go into the ocean. <laughs> I've just touched my toes in before, but I won't go further than like an ankle depth. Mm. Um, it is 
horrible what we do to the ocean. And even if a fish grazed my leg, I think I would freak <laughs> out. <laughs> it doesn't bother me as much if I'm in a place where like the water is so see-through that you oh, can yeah. like, see all around you. Um, like in Mexico or something. You could see a shark approaching. Yeah, yeah. You could you could get a warning. Um, sorry, Domin- oh, Domino's is texting me. <laughs> <laughs> what they say? They said uh, football emoji plus pizza emoji equals Domino's. Whoa, that sounds like a horny text. <laughs> yeah, that's basically their version of oh, you up. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Heat have been all right they're not having a great season but no decent they're probably still potentially could get to the playoffs but are definitely not lined up at this point to win anything yeah so let's uh get into the game Nice. Nice. (laughs) We pulled in the Space Jam clip. Little Monstars telling us what to do. (laughs) Yep, that's an upcoming episode for you guys. (laughs) We haven't released it yet. Little hint uh, what's coming up. So I think first things first, we need to talk about Bernie. Mm. He's the mascot for the Heat. Um, He's a real freak. He's a real freak. (laughs) He's one of these Muppet mascots. Uh, but that being said, I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm into it too. Um, especially Gabe posted a photo of him like holding his belly and he looked pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, there we go. <laughs> he's like uh, thrusting his pelvis forward as a pregnant I, yeah. woman would trying to sit down in a chair. I don't know what it is. Like what? what is it trying to be? I think it's trying to be fire. Just an okay. Just an orange. It's just like a poof of orange and yellow. He looks he definitely looks like a Muppet. But he has like a basketball snout. Like a green basketball snout. Mm, yeah. The face part. I don't get it. But that being said like look at that sexy. He's like lounging on the court. Um, click on that photo, Gabe. He's like lounging. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. He looks fun. I'm I'm for it. Yeah. But we didn't see a lot of him in the game. No. Um, unfortunately, we we love to see the mascots really getting in and dancing and doing yeah. flips and stuff. And, uh, you know, like maybe they just didn't show the footage, but it doesn't seem like he was out there really pushing for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about his work ethic. Yeah. At this point, we have no evidence. Right. Of it. And, you know, Chuck is still number one in our hearts. <laughs> and uh, if I can add, uh, the. Who's that? <laughs> Sorry, guys. The... Who's this man? Where'd he come from? <laughs> it's me, producer Gabe. Oh. I just wanted to say, um, not to be left out, the. the thunder mascot oh, rumble the bison so close to our hearts uh he's he's been hitting us up on twitter oh yeah shout out to rumble he not only did he like a tweet that we did about our our thunderstruck episode but he i guess listened to that episode he because he heard quoted it. Yeah. from it he sent us a quote where we i think gabe called his he said he had a magic face yeah and he was like laughing emoji my magic face <laughs> uh hey rumble if, if you're, you're still listening still listening we're huge fans <laughs> and uh you know hit us up more yeah love you um okay so let's get into the first quarter um the first thing of note that happens that i have is 
Dwayne Wade enters the game. He's not a starter, but he enters the game in the first quarter. And like four minutes in, he he comes in. He gets a standing ovation from the crowd. People are so fucking excited to see him. And I think he, he was out for at least the game before, maybe more with some, I don't know, some kind of injury. So they were just so happy to see him. That's their man. Um, apparently Gabe looked up his history cause we all thought that he had been in the, in the heat forever, but apparently he left for a couple years. He went to the Cavs. He went to the Bulls. Yeah. Bulls and then first and then Cavs back. and then Cavs to play with LeBron. And then he came back to the heat. Um, and he seems like a very well respected man in Miami. Um, at one point he was throwing some three, throwing some free, <laughs> throw, oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> at, at one point he was fuck me he was at the line <laughs> at one point he was throwing some three fuck why can i say this free 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 <laughs> <laughs> gay's not gonna cut any of this out. No, this is all um, <laughs> okay uh, at one point he is throwing some free throws and he gets a chant from the audience where people are just saying MVP, MVP, which is sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Uh, so much love for him. Yeah. And like, I think even the opposing team was like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when everyone just comes together to respect somebody. Yeah. Um, and, you know, do respect. He's a good player. Yeah. So... The announcers for this game were John Crotty and Eric Reed. <laughs> I can't even say it. And Gabe kept calling John Crotty Johnny Karate. <laughs> what a great, just great name. John Crotty. Um, shout out if you're listening. Yeah, you should really change your name to Johnny Karate. Yeah, it's barely a change. It would be great if they were like, hi, for the... Uh, Heat organization. I'm Eric Reed. I'm here with Johnny Karate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, but they were announcing the game. They were like so stat heavy the whole time. They were like giving stats mostly for the Thunder, which was really funny. Yeah. Um, but saying like, this is the second highest whatever. This is the... Th- yeah, but the, it was... Please just read the stats. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We had a stats drop. Oh, I didn't know that. We've uh, had this stats drop forever, but we have we haven't used it because we never talk about it. <laughs> That's true. We never talk stats. Um, but the, all the stats were like, this is the second highest quarter against the Heat. And it's like, that. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, we want league-wide information here, not just or only... about the Heat. Yeah. Ta- tell, tell us about, us about the Heat. Yeah, exactly. I also, in the first quarter, have Dwayne, uh, D-Wade, grabs the ball, makes a break for it. It looks he's, good. It's a really good steal. Yeah. He, like, steals the ball. He steals from- it, and he's running, and some one of the one of the uh thunder guys hits his leg and he trips and totally eats it he (laughs) totally eats it yeah um really must have been really embarrassing for him it was like one minute into his play and it was like such a cool steal yeah it it was like like he was gonna go yeah yeah and Um, then no tripped over himself also um nerland's noel from the thunder did a really nice like swat the ball away block. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to say about Noel? 
and uh, I'm glad that he's feeling better. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He yeah. was injured a while ago, he but got, he's doing well. He, he got hurt. He was uh, a good boy in this game. Yeah. So at the end of the first quarter, we're at 31 Oklahoma to 24 Heat. Yes. Um. So you know, not too crazy at this point. Um. But the the Thunder are really just kicking ass. They're like defensively, they're great. Offensively, they're even better. Their but like their, passing game is amazing. Their defense, like they stole the ball. They got way more rebounds. They yeah. were blocking the ball like crazy. It is very impressive. They're also they've got some big boys like Stephen Adams. Big boys. Um, and so it totally makes sense that those big boys can block and get yeah. rebounds. But still, it was like very impressive yeah. um, seeing that. And Russell Westbrook is just focusing on helping his team out the whole first half is him like assisting he's he has wide open shots and he'll still pass it to his teammates and i think that's sweet yeah he was really being a team player he's not a selfish boy um so at the end of the first quarter they talked to jason brody who is a season ticket holder (laughs) and this is probably the most intense fan like because a lot of broadcasts do this where they're like yeah. let's you know talk to this longtime season ticket holder but this guy was like shouting into the mic and yeah. was he he w- looked calm but was just very intense yeah it's like he had been like practicing in the mirror like he's like this is my chance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've been i've been a ticket holder for 13 years <laughs> my children met the players they got signed balls <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was pretty cute it was cute he was very into it and and has been a ticket holder for a very long time yeah so the second quarter i've got paul george and dennis schroeder yes rhymes with shooter yes um they're both on fire especially dennis like I guess, I mean, especially both of them. Paul George makes almost every single three he takes. Um, and Dennis Schroeder, who looks like a little tiny baby. Yeah, he looks like he's maybe 19, but I think he's like 25. Yeah, he he makes nine out of nine shots for 24 points total in this one quarter. Yeah, and they said the announcers who love the stats. Do you want to do that drop? We'll probably never use it again, so might as well throw it in here now. <laughs> Please just read the stats. <laughs> um, the, the announcer said that Schroeder was the second highest scorer against the Heat in the second quarter. <laughs> yeah. Which is like such a qualified stat, but still very good job. Um, and he's he's pretty, I guess they said he's new to the team as well. Mm. And um, he was great. He was yeah. killing it. He's from Germany. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. We love a Euro boy. We love a Euro and uh, we love an accent. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul George also total cutie, first of all. Um, and second of all, great at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a nice little Afro puff. Yeah. He's, um, he's got a beautiful face. Yeah. Um, he's a big boy and he just drains the threes. He's drained them. Yeah. I, w- I was saying that I think he reminds me of a, He's like a 70s sitcom dad who's really nice. You just want him to be your dad. I want him to be my dad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Paul George, if you're listening, yeah. which I know you are, please be my dad. <laughs> and um, dad, I know you are listening. I love you. I don't want anyone else to be my dad. 
Um, so this quarter, the heat really pulled, or no, sorry, the thunder really pulls ahead. Uh, the heat are struggling They're I feel like they're doing pretty well, but they just keep getting like the ball smacked out of their hands. Yeah. Like, you know, defended, like it's hard to offensively go against the thunder when they've got all these big boys. Yeah. And they aren't, um, like they're doing okay offensively. They're Mm -hmm. not doing horribly, but it's just, yeah, they were Each basket is really hard. They were also, you know, up against, um, Schroeder and Paul George who are just like making every single shot. Yeah. Um, so at halftime we get to 72 for the thunder and 53 for the heat. Um, it's, you know, it's not looking good for the heat heat boys. I'm just going to spoil it right here. Pretty much from here on out, it was no chance for the heat. Dominating. Uh, Domination. Just by a the slaughter. City Thunder. Um, you know, up, up to this point, what Russell Westbrook had only, he only got nine points total, but he had already had 12 assists and 10 rebounds. So he was well on his way to his triple double, which spoiler alert, he did get. So he just went for it at this point. Um, I wrote down in my notes, there's a 20 point difference. Everyone starts having fun. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like it's like, okay, I'm going to go up for this dunk and just have fun on both teams. Yeah. Like both teams were like, let's just get wild. Totally. Um, there's a really great dunk from Westbrook at this point where he dunks and then he like growls <laughs> or yells. I, we couldn't hear him, but it looked like he was just like, <laughs> he was very intense looking. Um, <laughs> Which we love an emotional dunk. Yeah. It, it wasn't exactly disrespectful. No, but he, it was, was, he wasn't dunking on somebody. Yeah. He was just like, loving it yeah and just directing his uh emotions towards the audience who were not into it um at this point we also kind of noticed that russell westbrook his shorts are pretty short yeah and tight yeah they're very they're they're getting smaller which of course we're stoked about yeah we think shorts are on the not on the rise on the heightening or like (laughs) shortening yeah they're getting smaller trends change you know, uh, we, we like the, uh, short shorts. We like to see what we're looking, we're, what we're working with. <laughs> um, and, uh, it, I think that Westbrook is at leading this because like I mentioned before, he's a real fashion boy Yes, and he, he's definitely the, mo- the most, like he takes the most risks out of anybody fashion wise. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of players who look great and are wearing like very fancy expensive clothes and they look beautiful but you know they're kind of following the trends of what's cool he's doing his own thing which you know i might not always like it but i respect it yeah he's like pretty ahead of the curve fashion wise and it was interesting um a while back um alan iverson wrote something for the players tribune which was so good if you haven't read it go read it um and he mentioned in there that people will often ask him like, how do you feel about players nowadays and all of their fashion? Because Ellen Iverson was known for having cornrows and wearing really baggy clothes. Mm -hmm. And he got in trouble a lot for not looking professional, which back then, like the NBA was a real hard butt about that, you know? Yeah. And he was like, I think it's great because I, now it's like people wearing what they want to wear. I think that's the whole point is like, Russell Westbrook doesn't always look professional. He looks like high fashion. 
Mm, yeah. You know, like runway fashion. Right. Yeah. That's true. Um, and, it, you know, he he is starting the trend here with these small shorts. Oh, um, yeah. We, we got a real eyeful. Um, and he looks great. He's got a great butt. He's got a really nice butt. Fills out the shorts. Yeah. Can I say that? <laughs> what do you mean? It's just like his shorts are very tight. <laughs> I think that's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. So congratulations on your great butt. So at this point, um, we're also noticing, you know, some good shoes out there. Steven Adams has some nice orange shoes to match his ensemble. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but, but, uh, Schroeder has some very cool shoes. Yeah. He's got two different colored shoes, which we were trying to figure out if they were one pair of shoes or if he was mixing and matching. Yeah. Cause sometimes they like to mix and match, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but no, he, we, we couldn't really tell exactly what they were. We couldn't get a close up, but they almost looked like speckled or sparkly or something. They were like multicolored, yeah. which was really cool. And then um, every time they would go to the free throw line, there was this really great angle that was really low. So it was perfect for us to like check out everyone's shoes, yeah, which was nice. And butts. Um, at one point in the second quarter, the they focus on coach Billy Donovan and he's standing next to Steven Adams and he looks so tiny. Yeah. He's like nipple height. Nipple height. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Um okay, so by the end of the third quarter, the score is now 94-74, so still 20 point difference. Um there is an amazing full court full court basket like this guy on the heat bam adebayo he he looks like he's frustrated yeah he's pissed throws the ball he launches he's standing at hit at the other side underneath the basket essentially and he throws it all the way across the court and it makes it in and the crowd goes fucking wild i mean it doesn't count for anything of course but it is insane i've never seen that it's insane and i i it was funny because the broadcast didn't even show what happened. It just showed him throw the, it was like kind of close up on him throwing the ball in frustration. And then they go to commercial and come back and they're like, Oh, he actually made that in. (laughs) Yeah. And then we got the shot from the other side. Yeah. Which is wild. It was a full court basket. It's so crazy. Nice job. Um, sorry. didn't count. (laughs) Uh, and the heat announcer was like, Oh, Wish that would have counted because we need it. <laughs> yeah. And he was right. Uh, um, and then the fourth quarter is really just more of the same. Oklahoma's dominating. Paul George is dominating. Uh, Steven Adams is blocking everything. Um, and I, I really felt like the, they should have let the Heat have a couple of points. <laughs> <laughs> just let them have. I think they you did. You know they don't do that. There were a couple times, though, where everyone was just kind of standing around mm-hmm. while a Heat player dunked yeah. and i was like they're just letting him have that one just for funsies <laughs> yeah i mean probably they're not worried about losing they're just like okay go for it buddy um we also see during the fourth quarter that Dwayne wade is chewing gum yeah that's so we've talked about it on the show before yeah don't chew gum out there what are you doing what do you do do you have a death wish this is your final year playing do you want the embarrassing footage of you having a Heimlich maneuver done on, you know, NBA highlights forever. That would be such a black mark on such a beautiful career. (laughs) (laughs) 
to be yeah. like, oh no, Dwayne Wade is choking on the court and has to be Heimlicked by the opposing team. Yeah. Steven Adams Heimlicking Dwayne Wade. Or Bernie. Or Bernie coming in <laughs> to save the day. That would be, yeah, that would turn into an immediate meme. <laughs> that would. Yeah. Do you want to be a meme, Dwayne Wade? You want, do we, you want people to see gum fly out of your mouth and hit your best friend on the team in the head yeah chew it before the game or after the game yeah this is signature for disaster we've said it before we'll say it again no more gum yeah put in a mouth guard be done with it so the score at the end of the game to the surprise of no one oklahoma city thunder wins uh 118 to 102 And the cutest thing at the end of the game is uh, Dwayne Wade goes up to Paul George and swaps jerseys with him. Yeah, I was dying. (laughs) And they're so cute. And they, the announcers kind of mention like, oh, they've been opponents for a long time. And this is, you know, like the last just showing so much respect between the two. He's been doing this all season with his buds and you know other players he respects and yeah it's it, sweet it's cute to see them in their under armor your little tank tops yeah hugging each other and posing for photos yeah all right let's get into the donkeys donkeys so the this is the part of the show where we give out awards um based on arbitrary categories that we just make up right now oh yeah yeah so most points gotta go to the thunder oh was it the thunder (laughs) (laughs) you know it's a surprise but the thunder won the game yes um best dunk yeah oh gosh there were so many there was a lot of good ones i mean i think the one that sticks out to me most is the westbrook one yeah i think um his dunk was not only cool and fun to watch but then he did a real intense yell afterwards i think we got to go to him yeah i was gonna say mascot but we don't even i don't even know who the other one was yeah rumble oh oh right okay yeah this is actually best mascot is a tough category here because we didn't see rumble at all we didn't it was a miami game and we didn't really see bernie perform that's true we just saw him in the background of a shot but guys this is no contest rumble is way better um, I don't Rumble, know. if you're listening, you're way better. I don't know, Gabe. I'm just kidding. All right, fine. Let's give, it, let's give it to Rumble. He's got a magic face. It and, has to go to him. And he listened to our show, so he's automatically uh, wins the donkey. He, best mascot ever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about uniforms? It's got to be the heat. Okay. So everyone knows Agata loves these heat jerseys. I, I the love their, pink. their logo. I love their branding. The pink and blue and black. It looks great. The city jerseys are amazing. I Here's the thing. I'm going to put this out there. I like the blue and orange of the Thunder. Unconventional, but I think they look cool. Mm. It kind of reminds me of like a clearance bin at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like it has like eight stickers on it with like lower prices that are blue and orange. <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, I think like it's fine, but there's no contest. Okay. Let's say if it comes down to what would I wear like out on the street going to a party or something. Mm. Yeah. I'd wear the heat. 
yeah. jersey. It's pink. It's black. It's very chic. It's great. The yeah. font is beautiful. I love it. All right. We got to give it to them. Gabe, do you have an opinion? I, I love a, a rhyming donkey. So can we give best shooter to Dennis Schroeder? <laughs> I think that's great because he was a very good shooter. Yeah, he was great. Um, he was really kind of the standout of the game, I think, in a game with a lot of good players. And I didn't even know his name before today. I know. He just came out of nowhere for us and landed right in our heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, and someday I'll learn how to say your name. Schroeder. He also had the best shoes. I don't know if we want to go there. Yeah, let's get into shoes. Because he, I mean, there were some good options. We also had, we didn't mention this, but Justice Winslow had black shoes with pink on the bottom, which looked very cool with those uniforms. That's true. Um, Shoe-wise, I think we covered everyone else. So who wins? I feel like it's got to be, it's got to be Schroeder. Yeah, I'm going for Schroeder. Yeah, because that's, that's so cool to me to have these like very, I mean, I don't know if they were holographic, but they look like it from the wide shots of the game footage. So who knows? So um, for best hair, I feel like we need to give it to the heat. They had some of the worst hair and some of the best hair on the court. Mm. Um, Olenek, cut your hair, bud. Kelly O. Yes. Uh, ponytail guy. I kept calling him. Um, I was not a fan of that ponytail. It looked so disgusting. It looks horrible. But on the other side of things, you know, I feel like um, James Johnson. James Johnson has great hair. Justice Winslow, his hair was a little messy, but he had like long hair. is very nice. Mm -hmm. Hassan Whiteside had a little tight poof. So let's give it to the heat. All right. How about best tattoo? Ooh, we got a lot of options here. Justice Winslow isn't doesn't. Oh no, um, James Johnson. James Johnson that has neck tattoos mm -hmm. all around his neck. Neck tat. Um, we've got Stephen Adams shoulder piece, which looks very uh, New New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's very intense. Um, okay, so we got to choose between these two. Um, hmm. I think we got to give it to Stephen Adams. Yeah, his only looks because really cool. It looks so good. It's very uh, nice lines to it, but mm -hmm. also. It's just so appro it's so on brand for him. Yeah. Uh and it like yeah, he looks straight out of Game of Thrones with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at this point, much like the game, it's a sweep. Uh Thunder oh, have What about butt? Oh. <laughs> have we ever given out a best butt? We have. Yeah. Yeah, Kemba Walker definitely won one. Mm -hmm. Russell has a great butt. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Dwayne Wade has a good butt. He is a very good butt. And it, for some reason, I feel like it showed his butt a lot because yeah. he kept being le like leaning over. He was like leaning over. He like fell down and like got up or something. It was like lots of close ups of his butt in mm -hmm. this broadcast. Steven Adams. <sighs> good butt. It's very high up. High up. Yeah. It's probably higher than we are. We could probably walk under his butt. <laughs> his butt says how tall we are. <laughs> gosh uh, this is hard who should win gabe <laughs> give it to Dwayne wade it's his last season that's true his last butt. that's true all right fine best name i think should oh. go to justice winslow yeah because <laughs> i love it i 
really think it's a great name. Um, yeah. Kind of want like some character in a TV show about, I don't know, maybe something that's either old Westy or like a neo-noir show mm. to ha- be starring a character called Justice Winslow. That's great. I was thinking more of like a Judge Judy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, both would be great, I think. What if after his NBA career, he becomes a TV judge? <laughs> Justice Winslow. I love it. Okay, let's uh pitch it to him. Okay. Okay, well, still the Thunder win. Okay. <laughs> we tried heat. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. That scared me. <laughs> congratulations to our Thunder boys um, for winning both the game and the donkeys. I know they're equally valuable to you. Okay, so our next game that we're going to watch is The Magic at Bucks. At Bucks. Doe, a deer, a female deer. On Saturday, February 9th. What was the magic one? The Prestige. (laughs) The Prestige. (laughs) I love it. Okay, um, so Saturday, February 9th, that'll be our next game. Watch it with us or don't. It's totally fine. We'll give you everything you need. Yeah, we'll give you the highlights. Um, cool. So let's get into the mail basket. Watch out. There's a lot of mail to be delivered this afternoon. Cool. So the mail basket is the part where we read some of the stuff that you guys send us. Um, if you want to contact us, you can always email us at hi at dunk.town or you can message us or tweet at us on Twitter, uh, dunktown podcast and Instagram is the same handle. Um, so this message is from Mike who is a listener in the UK. He says, Hi, I'm Mike. I live in London. I'm relatively new to the NBA, having fallen in love with it on a work trip to the US a few years ago. I'm half Canadian and thus enthusiastically support the Raptors and I'm hyped for how well they're playing. It's quite tough being a transatlantic fan when almost all the games start while you're asleep, apart from the odd Sunday afternoon game, so I catch up with highlights and listen to podcasts like yours. The NBA annual London game is next week and even though the actual game of Wizards versus Knicks will likely be garbage... The chance to have the NBA imported over is crazy exciting. So we responded back to him and said, you know, that's very cool. Like, tell us how it goes when you go to the game. And he sent us a follow-up email. Um, and, and it was very uh, thorough, uh, including donkeys that he himself gave out. to the- Which is so great. <laughs> yeah, we loved it. Um, so here's a little bit of that. Although it started slowly, it was a decent game with a ridiculous finish. Uh, the Knicks threw away a 19-point lead and lost by one point to a goaltending call. Wow. The atmosphere until then had been pretty dead, owing partly to the mediocre teams and probably more to the scalper situation, which meant the majority of seats went to boring rich people or were empty. That's a real bummer. Um, he goes on to say, it was great to have the NBA imported over. Super exciting for new British fans. We had to stand for both the American and British national anthems, which was odd. <laughs> um, let me read some of his uh, donkeys for best or the please calm down award to mario hizongja for for the knicks who got three fouls and zero points (laughs) this guy really mario hizongja is really is he needs to be told to please calm down all the time (laughs) true um he also gave a donkey for politest house guests to tim hardaway jr and ian mahinimi who thanked the crowd for their lovely three-day stay in London. That's so sweet. I love it. Um, Most intimidating and weirdly named dunk team, the Secret Service Dunkers. (laughs) 
that is intimidating well, yeah what the fuck is that and then um buzzkill award to adam silver who addressed the ticket situation in the press conference and hinted that it might be the last one in london and it may move to paris which is a real bummer for our friend um but yeah. i think it would be cool if the nba kind of spread around to some other cities but not at the expense of our uk friends yeah don't just have more games just do one in paris and one in london yeah um thank you for emailing us and emailing us an update later we love it um if you want to reach us uh email us at hi at dunk.town we love hearing your emails or reading your emails (laughs) (laughs) we don't we read them uh but it's been really fun communicating with everyone and thank you so much to everyone who sent us something yeah and um make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at ducktown podcast thank you to andrea Tamingus and andrew clotworthy um rate and review us on apple Podcasts. if you want to win a free t-shirt you should review us and send us a screenshot of it to contest at dunk.town um and we're going to be picking two random winners from everyone who sends an email to contest at dunk.town um and if you want to see the shirt we have it on twitter and on instagram it's a black shirt with a teal dunktown logo it looks great i'm excited to get this shirt i can't wait to wear it and you know we are really excited to hear from you guys and to really just like spread our show message more (laughs) yeah thanks to everyone on social media who's shared our posts it's really sweet and everyone who's posting on reddit and stuff you guys are cuties and we see you so nice (laughs) thank you so much um yeah i think that's it yeah thanks for listening love you love you Bye. bye